That was great, right? You blew bubbles right on the paper for the printer. Yay, bubbles. Good morning. It is the Game Nuts Podcast once again. This is Boater. And this is Fear the Claw. Welcome to episode 49. Uh, Claw, why don't you get us started off? Okay, well, first of all, I'd like to start off with a correction from last week. Um, the music was labeled as We Shop Channel. Um, that was my fault. I gave Boater um, Aranus information. The music was actually Me Channel. Um, uh, I did fix that in the post after I saw your comment. Okay, so same, same composer... Same publisher, everything else, just wrong. Same general music. atmosphere, just slightly different name. All right. I, I had wanted to do the We Shop channel music, but I was afraid um, it might blow some people's speakers. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to start out with a product review. I've been, uh, well, you know the website GameFacts.com, right? I have no idea. I, yes, I know it. Okay, well, maybe our listeners don't know it. Game- GameFacts.com, game FAQS. Yes. Uh, if you ever come to us looking for a strategy guide, we're going to point you either there or IGN.com. Yeah. I usually just say Google it, but that'll bring you to GameFAQs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, anywho, well, they also have uh, game saves for oh, yes. people who have the devices that make it possible to transfer game saves. Fortunately, Sony makes it easy yeah. because all of their game-saving devices are standard flash cards or hard drives and USB stuffage. It will very easily read other file systems as opposed to like the Xbox that has no idea what to make a different file system. Yeah, that really annoyed me. I was really hoping with the uh, flash drive support I'd be able to download original Xbox game saves, but no such luck. So anywho, I got into a kick of uh, downloading game saves for my PlayStation Classics. Okay. And it got me thinking, if I can download game saves for the PlayStation Classics and then transfer them to my PSP, can I download game saves, virtual memory card game saves for my PS2 games and transfer them to a memory card? So yesterday I bought the uh, memory card adapter for the PS3, and basically what it is, is it's a USB drive in which you insert a PlayStation memory card. Okay. And it appears on the PS3 like a memory card. Of course, I have a slim, so I can't actually play PlayStation play PlayStation 2 games on my PS3. But you got the game saved so that you could then bring your game your card over to a PS2. Right. So I plugged in my PlayStation 2 memory card and it popped up just like it's supposed to. I took my flash drive, which had my hacked, well, not hacked, but my completed, 100% complete game save for Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, Uh and it took a little bit of finagling to figure out where I had to put each file in order to get it eventually onto the memory card. Uh Basically, I couldn't copy directly from the flash drive to the memory card. I had to copy it from the flash drive to the hard drive and then to the memory card. Okay. But uh, once I did that and I booted up... Grand Theft Auto on my PS2, it worked just fine. So um, if you're looking for a memory card solution or you're just looking to unlock all the stuff in those games that you have laying around that you haven't played in a while, then buy a PS3 and then get this. 
and you have a PS3, <laughs> this device will do it for you. Um, I also what's it? What's it called exactly? Is there like a specific brand? I believe brand? it's uh, well, it's made by Sony. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, right. Yeah, the uh, yeah. memory card adapter. It's the one that That's they had right. over at the Cheryl Game Nuts. Sure. I remember that. Yeah. So it does work, and I recommend it for, especially for downloading game saves, because you can find hacked and 100% complete game saves online, which make playing certain games a lot easier if you're in it just for the fun of the game and not for the challenge. Play the game, you pansy. Well, we'll get to that later. Uh, let's see here. There was a rumor going around this week. Actually, um, Kotaku looked at the, uh, patent for, uh, Connect and saw that originally the patent said that it would be able to read sign language. Um. Interesting. My wife is actually studying sign language right now. Unfortunately, it won't do her good with, uh, Connect. Uh, <laughs> as, as a cost-cutting measure, they lowered the resolution of the IR camera right. such that it can read limbs just fine. It can still read limbs. It just is not fine enough to read fingers. So it's like, that'd be something that'd be cool, especially for accessibility in games. They realized that very few people would be using sign language with Connect. Um, and frankly, to increase the resolution of that and to get it ready to do so would add, I don't know, another 25 50 bucks to the price. I mean, it's an expensive piece that they're not making a whole lot on. In the event that it does fail, they need to, you know, it can't fail catastrophically. If Kinect shows success, then it's going to be built into the next Xbox, it'll be upgraded, and then it can read sign language. Right now, this is almost a beta more than anything. Uh, this is the first time that the Kinect hardware has been used for anything. As I said uh, a week or two ago, they're looking at expanding its use into other products. Seeing it on the 360 like this is a, is a beta, and we'll, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I, again, I don't wish any doom to it, but they're kind of shooting themselves in the foot. Um, I did see a the box for Kinect mm -hmm. and an image of one of the games for Kinect, and it is kind of neat that it's basically... A 360, Xbox 360 design with these purple highlights and dashes yeah, and stuff on it. Purple instead of green. Yeah, so it just kind of shouts it out to you. This is connect, kind of like when uh, Xbox Live first launched. Uh, original Xbox games had that extra orange color on the banner saying mm -hmm. Xbox Live enabled. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. John Carmack said about Doom 3, yeah, the game would have been more enjoyable if people could actually see it. Yeah. Just a quote that I found on Kotaku this morning found it uh, amusing. He said, the "That's artist, funny because I just sold a Doom Three to somebody who was really excited to play it." <laughs> the artists hiss at us if we turn on lights. Well, maybe they're just basement dwelling gamers. Um, let's see. Sony Ericsson uh, is probably going to be, uh, well, is going to be creating a phone based on the Android operating system. Oy. And there's a fair amount of rumors that this may finally be the PlayStation Phone that people have been talking about for years. <sighs> Do we really need another cell phone slash multimedia device? Frankly, that's do we what really need, becoming. Do we really need another PlayStation device? <laughs> There's that. Um, they were saying. I mean, that, uh, let's. Well, they they were saying that it's uh, that if so, then it would incorporate some of the PSP Go designs, like the slider for the uh, thumbstick and uh, D-pad. And frankly, the PSP Go I think would have worked better as a completely separate game system instead of trying to call it a PSP and people while well, it doesn't play PSP discs and such and so forth if it was just a separate thing 
then I think it would have done better, especially if, like this, they had waited a year or so and brought it out as a phone. Yeah, I was going to say, the PSP Go design really lends itself well to that sort of mobile gaming market. But, I mean, the mobile gaming market is not the same as the video gaming market. Right, I mean, they, I, I they, think, they intersect in many places. I, I think PlayStation wants to get in on that, and I think that they'd be fully capable of doing that if they, you know, realize the difference between this is for the PSP and this is for the PSP phone. PS phone. PSP? PSP? PSP. 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 That's if if they recognize the difference between what should go on one and what should go on the other, I think that they do well. I'm still waiting for my uh, Pac-Man Championship Edition to come out as a PSP Mini, so uh, bring that out first, and then we'll talk about the possibility of you know getting a phone. Um, I can't get an iPhone because I have Verizon, so maybe if this is Verizon, there's a stuffed cat staring at me. It's Friday the 13th. I brought a black cat into work. It's a kitty cat. It's a stuffed kitty cat. And it's staring at me. Make You're it stop. You're a buddy. Yes, you are. Um, yeah, so PSP phone, uh, like everything else, wait and see. <laughs> yeah, wait and see. Um, I, Just a rumor I think, at this think, point. Thinking about it now, it would have been nice if they waited on PSP Go and built it in. Yeah, since uh, PSP Go didn't really sell. It didn't go. Yeah, <laughs> it no go. Yes, see. I don't know, and okay. Bodu's trying to get me to move on because I'm stumbling here. It happens a lot. Um, so we've got two new game previews that I want to talk about. Well, three actually. Um, which one should we cover first? We got Bioshock, Batman, and Street Fighter versus Tekken. Oh, uh, we'll do the uh, Street Fighter versus Tekken first because that one didn't match the other two. That's also the one I know the least about. Um, I know it was announced at E3. Of course, another in the long series of Capcom versus X franchise series. But yeah, this looks like it's going to be very interesting. It's Street Fighter versus another fighting game, for one, which has not been done yet. Mm-hmm. And it's a, another fighting game that has a completely different formula to it. Whereas Street Fighter is more that anime-style, over-the-top, classic 2D yeah. fighter... Tekken is a very 3D, more grapple, realistic-based sort of fighter. So I'm wondering how this is going to merge. Um, pictures I saw in the latest Game Informer looked a lot like Street Fighter 4. So I'm guessing this is being developed mostly by Capcom. But there are going to be two modes uh, I remember reading. There's a Street Fighter versus Tekken mode and a Tekken versus Street Fighter mode. Hmm, okay, uh, so almost like two games built into one. Yeah, Street Fighter versus Tekken will be traditional 2D Street Fighter style. And Tekken versus Street Fighter would be more of a 3D-based style. So at least last I knew that feature was still in there. So we'll see how it goes. What I thought would have been interesting and... Like I said, I'm not entirely sure who's doing the core development of this, but if they had had those two modes and Capcom made the 2D mode and Namco made the 3D mode and then Namco and Capcom shipped the engine to each other and made the little tweaks to make it more like each other so you have a perfectly balanced mode made by the company that makes the game that's listed first. That'd be cool. That would be cool. But Who knows? We'll see. Uh, I've really 
grown more attached to the Capcom Street Fighter fighting games lately, especially since Street Fighter 4 came out. So, we'll see how this goes. I might give it a shot. Uh, okay, couple. you got a couple more to talk about. Okay, Batman or Bioshock? Bioshock. Bioshock. Alright, have you seen the trailer? No. Well, I watched the trailer last night for Bioshock Infinity, I believe it is. Okay. All our listeners will have to use their imagination. Anyway, it is a third Bioshock game that is actually being developed by... And I can't remember the company's name. I only took minor notes this week. Basically, Ken Levine's development company is taking the reins back. Okay. Those of you who may not know, Bioshock 2 was developed by 2K Marin under the supervision of Ken Levine, but he was very much separated from the project, which some would say is the reason why it ended up looking exactly like Bioshock 1 and had very few original ideas. Yeah, it was almost like a map pack. Yeah, the uh, new Bioshock is not taking place in Rapture. It is taking place in a city that is floating in the sky. Well, we go from one extreme to the other. Yes, which is really kind of the direction I had hoped Bioshock 2 would go in, is rather than be set in Rapture and underwater again, I was hoping it would take, you know, the game onto dry land and show the basically take the bad ending of Bioshock as the canonical ending Mm -hmm. and release the splicers on people on land. But, uh, yeah, the trailer plays out very similar to the original Bioshock trailer where it's all in first-person mode and the guy's being chased by a big daddy Mm -hmm. and all this crazy stuff happens. He gets thrown off of a balcony, plummets probably about 100 feet, grabs the fabric of a Zeppelin. It starts to slide down as the fabric tears off. There's one interesting scene after he loses his grip where he's plumbing down towards the land, and then all of a sudden the screen fills up with roses that are just floating in the air, and you see him stop and look up, and there's this girl standing on the balcony, probably around late teens, 20-ish age, reaching out to him as he floats towards her and then a big daddy shows up and takes her away and he plummets and I'm wondering if uh, she's going to be a little sister seems to make sense okay but anyway check out the trailer I'm sure if you just look up for Bioshock IN it'll come up I'm pretty sure it's Bioshock Infinite, but it looks really good I'm definitely a lot more interested in that than I am than I was or still am in Bioshock 2 which I have yet to play And I'm very happy that it's going back to the original development team. The other one, I haven't seen in motion. I don't know if anybody else has, but the new Batman game. First of all, let's discuss the title. Um, Well, first, uh, well, I heard that they came out with new cover art, but I didn't get a chance to see it. So, yay, apparently it looks really good. Uh, On that cover is what title? Batman Arkham City. Oh, actually, um... Logistically, logistically, it makes sense considering Arkham is now running loose in Gotham City. But I think as a title, it kind of stumbles. It's difficult to say. It, you're especially for Batman fans who are used to saying Arkham Asylum or Gotham City. It's kind of a I, misstep. I like that it throws a curveball. Yeah, maybe I don't know Arkham in the city. Maybe that sounds too much like no. Sex in the City. No, <laughs> Arkham City works fine. By the, anyway, time it, by the time it comes out, you'll be used to saying it. Yeah, kind of like we. 
but yeah, um, I was looking through the Game Informer article. Hooray, Two Face is going to be in it. Cool. As this Catwoman who looks like she's going to play her typical anti-hero uh, role. She's not a straight villain. Actually, the cover of Game Informer shows her and Batman standing back to back with her whip kind of wrapped around him, but <laughs> yep. you know, not like him struggling to get loose. So um, that could be very interesting. I'm very happy that they are taking it into Gotham City. That's kind of what I was really hoping for. Mm-hmm. I don't know what other villains are in it. I didn't see. I know there are new like thug characters that are stronger than the ones in the first game, mm-hmm. but and of course the Joker is returning. Well, I mean, um, let's be honest, part of the fun of Arkham Asylum was finding out as you're playing the game what villains keep popping up. Yeah. So, I mean, not knowing all the villains That's ahead true. of time can be just fine. That's true. There, even though I played the game several months after it came out, there were a couple of villains that caught me by surprise. Mm-hmm. But like I said, Two-Face is one of my favorite villains, so I'm glad that he's in it. Of course, Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill will be reprising their roles. Uh, Mark Hamill for... Apparently the last time, as we discussed in a previous episode. Supposedly, yep. The Joker looks to be in very bad health. Yeah, he, um, uh, he would be. Yeah, I, I'm guessing they're kind of going with, you know, they were treating him for his uh, boo-boos from the last game. Yeah, for those of you that haven't played the first game, it's a year later, too bad I'm spoiling you. You beat the snot out of him. <laughs> Finally. Which I don't think that's much do of a spoiler. Like, well, I mean, the fact that they're making the, time, the fact that they're making a sequel means that Batman didn't die. <laughs> half the time, as referenced by the fun little jingle, the Joker got away. Here, you beat the snot out of him, and he apparently got away. Well, he is. I don't think the Batmobile lost a wheel. Uh, no, Man. actually, the Batmobile went plummeting into Gotham Lake. Yes, but it had all its wheels intact. <laughs> yes, until they rusted away and floated. To well, the okay, surface. that's true. Uh, that'll take a while, though. You know what I'm really waiting for to get That'll off on a very world. to get to get on a very brief tangent is I'm looking for somebody to put Robin into one of the new movies or one of the new video games and do him right. The that didn't with, sound good. The thing with Robin is that the concept of the character is very it lends itself more to kid-centered Batman media. Or even, like, teen-centered. It, it, it doesn't work in the darker atmospheres of the more recent Batman stuff. I mean, it's yeah, I mean, but try, if you read the But if you reference. read the comics, Robin's a very important part to Batman in that he's kind of the counterbalance to Batman's psychotic tendencies. But, anyway, we're, we're not the uh, Game Nuts comic book podcast, so... Uh, I guess we won't get to the discussion I wanted to do, which is fine. We can save it till next week. All right. I, I played through Assassin's Creed 2, as I mentioned uh, again, and I'm looking at Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. They just announced the collector's edition of that, which, uh, shut up, I'm a collector's edition whore. I, I get collector's <laughs> editions, too, for certain games. For $100, you get not only the game, you get an art book. You I get, don't do $100 collector's editions. You get an art book, you get two exclusive in-game maps, you get a hard copy map of Rome. You get a bonus disc that it contains a making of video, sneak peek at the comic book coming out, trailers in the game's soundtrack, and you get a Jack in the Box. 
If oh, you get it from GameStop, okay. you get a Harlequin, like the uh, characters from the Carnival and Assassin's Creed 2. Yes, not to it, be confused with the Batman character. If you get it from anyone else, then you get it with a Doctor, which to people that haven't played the game, doesn't sound that creepy. However, people that have played the game, you know, that creepy mask, the plague mask that Doctors have, Renaissance era. Yeah, it has that, and it's holding a knife. It's creepy as hell, and it would look awesome on a shelf. So I'm probably... Next to the Halo Cat helmet. Yes. And um, the Batman I, I Arkham Asylum battery. Yes. Um, I wish that the game soundtrack came on a separate CD. I'm sick of, hey, look, here's the soundtrack. You oh, can't it's pop downloadable? It into a CD. No, it's, it's on the DVD. Oh. But, I mean, it's like, when I want to listen to music, I get a CD or something. I don't pop in a DVD, which is a video medium, to listen to music. So, wait... It's on the DVD-ROM disc with the game on it. I, and... I don't know if it's DVD-ROM or if it's just, like, DVD video. Okay. But it, it, if, is it on the DVD-ROM disc that the game is played off of? No, it's no. a separate disc. It's on the okay. bonus disc. Okay. Yeah, that is a little weird. Maybe, you know, a dual disc would be better. Because, eh. I mean, it's kind of fun listening to albums and, you know, 5.1... AC3 surround sound, but... Yeah, but I mean, if I pop in a DVD, I want to watch something. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you pop in a CD in your home, you're not watching the CD. Yeah, so. but that's a CD, and I can pop that into a stereo, I and think, I can watch something at the same time. You know, DVD stands for Digital Versatile Disc. Maybe you need to be more versatile with how you use it. Actually, a lot of people say it stands for Digital Video Disc. It's, Which is wrong. I don't think they ever really agreed on whichever one it is. Yeah, they did. <laughs> Oh, he's going to try to prove me wrong. You just need to be more flexible. Known as digital video disc or digital versatile disc. Wikipedia lists video first. Ha! It can be either one. Okay, just a quick little note about what I've been playing. Because I'm actually playing something different this week. <gasps> other than Pokemon and Red Dead Redemption. Okay. I've been playing Final Fantasy VII. Yay! I bought the game about 15 years ago when it became a greatest hits. Played it for, according to my game save, 30 hours and never beat it. Okay. Lost interest in it. Probably about five years later, I picked it up again and tried to play it. Played it for about 10 hours and stopped playing again. Thanks to this wonderful thing called GameFacts.com where I can download hacked game saves, I'm actually plowing right through the game and criticize me listeners if you will but i'm actually enjoying the game now that i don't have to take five minutes to do these random battles that pop up all the characters are level 99 and completely maxed out with all the items and best gear so i actually am able to sit back and enjoy the story and the exploration and all the other aspects of the game without having to deal with the things that i hate about final fantasy games such as random battles grinding stuff like that and I have to admit, there's a certain amount of satisfaction to entering a boss battle near the beginning of the game and summoning Knights of the Round and just watching them demolish the boss. <laughs> nice. But, uh, yeah, I'm, in, I'm actually enjoying the game this time. Uh, it's a little after the fact to give any sort of review because, I mean, it's Final Fantasy VII. The game's 15 years old. Yeah. Everybody should have played it by now. But at least I am playing it. I've got it on my PSP so I can play it portably. Mm -hmm. And um, again, it's a great usage of GameFAQ's little game save downloader. Neat. 
Alright, so I think that's our podcast for this week. Uh, stay tuned next week for our uh, 50th episode. Uh, I'll be doing a recap of what's been important to us in the past 50 episodes. Oh my. I can't even remember what we talked about last week. And uh, until then, listeners, of course, you know, you can leave a comment at gamenutspodcast.blogspot.com. Drop us a line at gamenutspodcast.gmail.com. So next week, listeners, we will see you. Until then, we are signing off. Yes, and send us happy 50-versary messages. Yay. Uh, from Fear the Claw saying good afternoon, blah, 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 blah. Um, I'm just going to start from scratch now that you're back. Wait, wait. Uh, Okay. Excuse me.